Hey there, dreamers and other seekers of adventure. How you doing? Now, it's been ages since the last podcast. It's, uh, it's been over a year. And obviously in that time, the world's gone absolutely mad. We've had COVID, we've had Trump and, I don't know, just all all manner of crazy revelry. Um, so it's hard to know where to begin, really. Um, I think perhaps just explaining why I haven't really done a podcast in so long. I think it's because I'm always seeking for something grandiose and something huge. And that sometimes stops me uh, from doing the little things. And actually, I'm kind of realising more and more that it's all about the little things. It's about doing more and more little things. And they add up to bigger things. Although that does kind of sound <laughs> sound like something that my mum used to say, you know, about me doing big things when I was a kid. But the less said about that, the better. So um, we're going to move on to the topic of this podcast. Uh, and I'm going to make it a really short one just to get back into the habit of making them. And again, as I say, just focusing on the little things and then hopefully, you know, it'll add up to something big and something worthwhile. And hopefully other people uh, will get something out of this and uh, maybe we can kind of like share ideas with other people. Because the thing that I wanted to talk about was um, your top five things that have helped you through COVID and through the COVID lockdown. So if you could just think of like the top five things that you would advise other people to do, and I thought that I would give you mine. Now, um, I have to be honest, I haven't actually planned this out. I just sat down and I thought, yeah, why not just do a podcast? <laughs> so um, I've just written down five things. Uh, I got it on a piece of paper in front of me and I will take a photograph of that and that will be the thumbnail for this podcast, I think. So the top five, um, uh, sorry, the uh, first one I've written of my five is washing. Okay, now you may think, yeah, you disgusting, you disgusting Herbert. Yes, of course you should wash. But the thing you may not understand is if you're um, somebody who actually suffers from any form of um, mental health or any form of something like depression um, or any of these similar things, it's actually really hard sometimes to take the time for self-care and to actually care about yourself enough to go, yeah, I'm going to have a wash. And uh, there's been loads of times when I've let that kind of get on top of me uh, and I haven't I'm properly washed or I haven't properly taken care of myself and you just think, oh, well, that'd do. And you don't um, wash your hair or, you know, you don't have a shower uh, we don't wash your clothes or all of these things. Um, and if you're anything like me, it's really easy to get out of the habit of that. And um, it's just a snowball. Uh, once you start and you sort of forget, um, it just gets worse and worse and worse and you end up, you know, you don't um, look after yourself, you don't eat properly, and then you feel even worse and it all just adds up. And I've realised that um, much like how I introduced the podcast... Um, that it may seem like a really small thing, but actually it's a huge thing. And I've realised that any changes that we want to make in life, often when we focus on the surface thing, like we say, I want to get fitter, I want to play an instrument, or, you know, anything like this, but we don't actually realise that it's actually changing the small day-to-day -day habits is actually what helps us make that change to then build um, and then... Uh, make bigger changes and form um, 
really solid new habits. Um, yeah, and it's just really easy to just say, yeah, um, I'm going to go and get fit, okay? It's a great idea, um, and I think, you know, all of us could do well now we're trying to be fitter. But what you don't realise is you're the constant. So if you don't change something fundamental, um, even if that thing may seem small, you know, uh, like kind of making your bed every morning, um, making sure that you brush your teeth, as I'm saying, you know, making sure you wash. If you don't change something, um, when the next day comes, you're still the same. You're still the constant. And you haven't changed anything. So now the likelihood is that you won't start these new behaviours that will be conducive to the goal that you want to achieve. So actually, if you build up lots of these small changes and just do one a day, maybe like two a day, say, right, um, first day, I'm going to make sure, you know, that I start um, changing the bed or I start making the bed. Uh, or even, you know, a bit of an overshare, but even if you do like in our house, you just pull the bed sheets down. Uh, whatever it is, you know, it's a really small change and then that can um, actually um, start the snowball rolling in a positive way. Um, start the snowball rolling up here, I was going to say. Uh, and I realised uh, that that's, um, yeah, you know, it's absolutely impossible. Um, it's against It's against the laws of nature, damn it. Uh, but you know what I mean, hopefully, you know, as an analogy. <laughs> uh, I think I'm getting too focused on the snowball. But hopefully you understand what I mean. That um, it's all about making those small changes and then they add up to um, much bigger changes. And if you don't, if you don't change them, um, then the chance of these new behaviours actually materialising are incredibly small um, because you're the constant and then when you get to that point, like there's nothing has changed. So, you you know, as a saying that I heard, if you do what you've always done, you're going to get what you've always got. So, yeah, just change a few small things every day. So uh, for me, making sure that I'm washing myself and I'm doing that daily personal care is really, really important to me. Now I'm going to take a break to have a breath. <clears throat> um I'm not sure if I'm going to edit this bit out or if I'm just going to keep on talking. But um, I'm going to go on to number two now. Uh, and that's to have um, every single day have a definite task or tasks um, that you want to achieve. And this is actually something um, that my mum taught me. Um, she makes a to-do list every single day. And it will, you know, it'll only have a few things on it but you have to uh, make sure that you do them every day. And that's why I say about starting small. Okay, because if you, if you start putting down too many things, then they start to get overwhelmed, and then you can feel like a failure and you can start to feel negative about yourself again. So, you know, don't have a huge list of 50 things and then get overwhelmed and either don't start them or um, actually, you know, start some of them and then not achieve all of them and think, oh, no, I haven't done all of the list, okay? Uh, the chance of you doing well more than, say, five um, things in a day, uh, I think is probably, you know, I'm sure we could, okay, but uh, with everything else, like work and family commitments and everything else, it's really, really tough. So I would even start with one. Again, uh, the theme of small things um, adding up to big changes. Um, 
maybe just have one task every day. Go, um, today I'm going to write that letter that I've, that I've been putting off. Uh, even if I'm going to start that letter, um, even if your goal is, okay, you know, uh, related to the first point, if you say, right, um, I want to get fitter, um, maybe your first thing is, I'm, I'm just going to go out for that run. I'm going to go out for a walk. Um, if you haven't run in a while, um, it's probably going to be really hard just to start running. So just go for a walk, even if it's 10 minutes. But have that as a task and then do it. So every single day, um, have at least one task uh, that's going to keep you focused. And I would, um, and I'd make that task something that you think is going to take you to a place that you would like to be. So I had this epiphany recently that's like, in a way, um, the answers are really simple. It's just you sort of like design the kind of perfect day uh, that you know is going to get you to where you want to go and then just repeat it. Uh, and that relates again, you know, um, to the whole thing of washing. Uh, and it's going to relate to my last point, but I might actually um, change the pad I've got and I might kind of bump this one up earlier because, you know, it's all related in a way. So I'm going to do that, you know. I wrote, I wrote the list so I, I can change the order. Um, and that relates to uh, having a routine, okay. Now I have balked all my life at the idea of routine. Um, I haven't liked routine and I've often sort of said to myself, I'm not a routine kind of guy, I don't need routines, I can do this. Um, and it's bollocks, okay? Um, I think it's something that we like to tell ourselves because it sounds kind of cool and arty and like, you know, you can't, you can't pen me down to a routine. I'm, I'm a free spirit, mate. But um, I would ask, are you? Uh, and even, even if you are, is that really conducive to happiness in your life? Uh, is it conducive to where you want to be? You know, and that's the thing with any of this stuff. If you actually kind of look at your life and you go, I'm happy where I am, okay, then just sort of keep on doing what you're doing. You know, that's great. But I've noticed this weird way of thinking like in human beings where we say we're not happy, but then people try to um, suggest some form of change and we go, oh, no, no, I'm fine, honestly. You know, I'm a free spirit. I don't need routine. It's like, well, being how you are hasn't got you to where you wanted to go. Or, uh, you know, it hasn't brought, brought you some sense of happiness or um, peace. So we, so we have to be open to what feels naturally kind of good for us, um, sometimes isn't. And I think we are the worst people, um, we're the worst judge of why we do anything. So yeah, um, just sort of like, yeah, uh, it all kind of relates to what I'm saying of sort of like design the perfect day. Uh, that you know is going to get you to where you want to go and then just repeat it so that's even if you have say it's like you know sort of related to the um definite tasks even if that's five things yeah, that you know is going to help you build a solid foundation yeah, that you can build upon so that could be um make sure that you have a shower every morning uh, make sure that you have a good breakfast make sure um that you have planned out your day, uh, make sure that you have that list of tasks. 
And honestly, um, it will help you to achieve so much more. It's so easy to think, oh, I'm a free spirit. I don't need any of that. But, you know, let's take it from me. Uh, I spent ages um, sort of telling myself that. Um, and I realized that it was just an illusion. It was just something that I believed. Uh, but you can change it. Um, and I guess, you know, having a son now uh, has really, really helped me kind of put a lot of this stuff into perspective. Uh, I think having a routine is something, yeah, that um, it's just so important. And I can see that it's actually made me more focused and it's made me more, um, well, <laughs> I can say it's made me more successful. Um, I'm not sure if financially successful, but um, certainly I've kind of I'm done more kind of a, towards my goals. Um, and I think that I was the kind of person that would have so many things I wanted to do that I would sometimes wake up and I would just be overwhelmed by it and I would end up doing nothing. Um, but I'm a free spirit, so it's cool. You can't pen me down, mate. Yeah. Uh, so that's three points I've done, isn't it? So uh, my fourth point, and I cannot stress this enough, okay? Switch off Facebook. And that could be Facebook, that could be Twitter, you know, it could be Instagram, it could be anything that when you honestly sit there and close your eyes and monitor how you feel, be in the moment and just go, does this make me feel good? You know, if you're sat there and you're kind of seething because somebody's posted like a political point that you don't agree with, um, and if someone said some, you know, odious thing, is it? doing you any good and I'm not saying just you know to always be selfish and always kind of think of yourself but in a way we all owe it to ourselves to look after ourselves first and foremost and it sometimes makes me feel like just kind of banging my head against the wall every day going why does this hurt isn't that weird every time I smack my head against this it really hurts and I think that is kind of what it's a bit like and I've really just tried to be kind of posting light-hearted stuff um, because there's been a lot of um, negativity in the world. And I'm not saying, you know, that I'm immune to that, but I've started thinking, what is my part in this? What can I do? Like, can, you know, is me just, you know, I don't know, sort of attacking somebody vociferously who has a diametrically opposed opinion to me? Um what does it solve? You know, like, does it help them? Does it help me? You know, am I even right? I could have that opinion, but I could be wrong. So, yeah, it's just honestly sit there and think, is this good for me? Is it making me feel good? And even if you tell yourself you are, I think we have to start kind of trusting like data uh, that, uh, that's been pulled on this. And, you know, uh, the data are in. Okay. And they're telling us that it is incredibly bad for us. Um, it thrives on negativity. We thrive on that. Um, and the sole goal of these platforms is to keep us engaged. It's to keep us away. Uh, well, it's not to keep us away from anything, you know. Um, but um, that's like a byproduct of what it does. Its sole um, purpose is to keep you engaged as an automaton that's staring at a screen and consuming adverts. That's essentially what they are. And even aside from that side of it, you know, like the advert side, uh, which is sinister enough on its own, um, the whole thing with um, 
you know, a sort of like negativity and, uh, you know, I've even like done experiments where I've posted something positive and it will just get a few likes or, you know, like a, f you know, a few kind of interactions and I'll post something that seems more incendiary or uh, negative and then, you know, like, I don't know, fuck the Tories or something. And then it will just get kind of loads and loads of likes. And I think people like those simple, simple answers uh, and just kind of anger. Um, I think it's something visceral, it's, it's something kind of basic that just appeals to something in us. And I don't think that those things are good, you know. I mean, like, um, just because something's easy, you know, it doesn't mean that it's the right thing. And I think, you know, anger, hate, you know, all of them have their place. But I, I'm not sure, like, what I'm trying to say, like a, a sense of a sense of calm, uh, you know, a sense of love for our sort of fellow man. I mean, you know, it's easy to kind of feel positive towards people um, who who we agree with, who we care for or who are nice but I sort of sometimes think to myself is that even really a test you know surely it's a test of character to maintain that same um, level of warmth and openness with people that we vehemently like, disagree with and I think that um, you know we're sort of moving away from that if we ever had it that you know kind of like humanity should be us about trying to find commonalities with each other and at least you know I mean it's probably as much selfish and it's for ourselves but if we can keep calm keep warmth you know keep keep a peaceful heart you know it's better for us so even as a selfish thing I think that's good but um it's kind of better for everyone else as well you know like if everybody was doing that if, if we were all kind of meeting each other with kind with calmness and and with love in our hearts you know i know it sounds kind of incredibly cheesy but like we are all connected and there is something in all of us and obviously having a son now and i'm seeing him you know seeing him being born and and just kind of realizing that we all go through this we're all this beautiful innocent like child at one point and then, I don't know, you're sat there, you know, you know, sort of like bashing on the keyboard, going, you're an idiot, you Trump supporter, whatever, you know. Some of them are, but, um, you know, wouldn't it be nice if we could see sort of beyond that? So, yeah, for ourselves, I think um, switching away from some of these things and just moving away from them is good, but actually for humanity and for civilization as a whole, uh, I think switching off things like Facebook, learning to reconnect with ourselves, finding a peace within ourselves, trying to find warmth and connections with people, even the ones that we disagree with, it takes effort. Yeah, um, I know it does. But I personally think that effort is worth more. If you sort of give in to that base feeling always of anger or hatred, I don't think that it's the right way to go. Yes, I know it's easy for me because maybe I haven't had some of the um, struggles that other people have had, but I've had, you know, kind of struggles that other people haven't had. Like, you know, I'm not sure if you've been listening um, and you felt that my um, speech has been fluent, but, you know, like I do have a stammer. 
uh, and I've you know I've been sort of bullied for that uh, for loads of my life. So um, I've always tried to think well. I think that shows more about them, you know, than like it does about me. So yeah, uh, I know that was a bit of a you know kind of an off ramp from I'm switching off Facebook, but uh, I think it's all related and I think it's important. So that's point number four. And point number five, sort sort of how it relates to all of this as well, and that's connections. We all need connections. We're all connected. No man is an island, except for my mate Steve, or as he's better known, the Isle of Wight. <laughs> Obviously, that's silly. Um, you know, we are um, part of kind of like an organism. Like if you were sort of to look at the Earth or like humans uh, from a distance and not this sort of myopic view that we um, seem to have, you know, like if you step kind of away from it and just see the whole picture, we are just like a living organism and we are connected and it's like small things affect everything else and you have to think about what you're sending out into that world uh, and, are, and are, are you kind of sending out positivity? Okay, that, that sort of relates a bit more to the previous post. In this uh, previous previous post, previous point, I'm not sure if you can hear the rain on the on the ceiling. It's kind of putting me off a little bit. I'm not in the studio like I'm in my home in my home pod. Um, yeah, so it's really important to have connections. Be that online, uh, you know, we can message people, um, we can phone people, we can WhatsApp, um, we could do FaceTime. Um, we could do um, Skype, you know, we can Zoom, you know, any of those things. I think it's really important to um, connect to the people that we love. Um, and, you know, if you can um, get out to places, like you don't have to kind of go in. Um, in the first lockdown, I was just standing outside my mum's house sometimes. I would just, you know, I would drive to the house and I would just, I would wave to her like through the window. Um, and that helped, you know, seeing her through the window, uh, the woman who birthed me, you know, I mean, it's a big deal and not seeing her, uh, was hard. Um, I'm obviously lucky, um, in, in my own living situation, uh, and, um, some people, you know, kind of don't have people they live with, um, and that's really hard. So I think those people have to work even harder, um, to make connections, um, and, this is this is a harder one um, to kind of stress the importance, okay? Because I always thought it was important, and then I kind of read some um, studies that say that it's even more important than I realised. But I think it's important to make connections just with other human beings that we don't know. So if you're in the supermarket, don't just see the person as you know someone that's scanning your groceries. You know that's another human being that's also going through the same crap as we are yeah um i know that sounds kind of incredibly um, simplistic and even patronizing and i'm sure you're doing that anyway but uh it's amazing like uh, the amount of people who are in my life now who i met just through some um random you know intertwining of the universe i, I have a, i have friends i've met at a bus stop um you know i've got friends when i worked in the library or in Lush, you know, the people that would just come in and I would just start talking to them. Um, and we would, you know, I would hit it off and we'd make a connection. 
Um, and I still kind of do it now, you know. In fact, I often joke when I leave the house, okay, I'm off to um, Tesco's, I'll be back, in, be back in three hours. You know, it's obviously harder now, but, um, you know, there are still... Um, there are still options and there are still opportunities for these uh, for these connections all around. So yeah, that's um, don't underestimate the importance of connections. Again, many of us kind of like tell ourselves, oh, "I don't need other people. I'm a lone wolf. Me, I don't need anyone." And frankly, it's bullshit. Uh, I have said that to myself time and time again in life, um, and I'm never happier than when I'm making connections with people. Um, you know, like it doesn't have to be even like a long-term connection. Uh, it, you know, it can just be sort of, um, someone just have a great conversation within that moment. Okay. Uh, I remember I was a big fan of the show Boston Legal. Um, and I remember, uh, one of the characters, Alan Shaw, uh, I think was his name played by James Spader. And, um, someone said, you know, uh, but I thought you liked being alone. And he says, I do like being alone, but around other people. And I think that probably sums me up the most. Uh, I do re really value my own company and my own space. But when I'm never around other people, um, like I, uh, I just find it so hard. And I think all of us do, like deep down. We are social creatures um, and there are ways to do it. You know, you don't have to be you know, sort of an anti-vaxxer, anti-masker to be like, you can't take away my right to see people. You can see people, but still not be a dick about it. You can see people and you can still follow the guidelines and um, do it respectfully and either do it online, um, you know, as I say, kind of outside. Uh, even if you, you know, um, phone your parents and just see them through the window or just when you're in a shop, try to make a connection. So yeah, uh, that's probably like a good place to leave it. Uh, so they are my five things that have helped me with COVID. Um, I'm going to share this on Facebook, uh, you know, which I am aware of the irony. Um, and if you want to share your like top five, that would be amazing as well. So yeah, for me, it's washing or just don't forget personal care, I guess. Have definite tasks uh, to do, uh, but not too many. Okay, so, so you don't get overwhelmed. Switch off Facebook, like take a break from it or just use it less. Um, forge connections, still try to see people and just realise our fundamental interconnectedness of all things, as Douglas Adams so eruditely um, put it, um, and certainly more uh, concisely and perspicaciously than I can. Um, and the last one is routine. Uh you know, I know that many creatives, you know, have, have a panic at the term um, routine, but it really does help. Um, even if that's just four or five things in your day that you plan and just take the kind of guesswork and just automate them, it really helps with so many other things and you have energy to actually kind of do the things you want to do. So uh, thanks for listening. Um, I hope this was a good reintroduction to the Will We Ever Get to Mars podcast. Um, next time... I'm hopefully going to um, talk to good friend Paddy um, from the Stanley Arches uh, because, you know, uh, going back to point four or point five, I forget which one, it's all about connections uh, and it is more fun <laughs> to 
have these you know sort of insane ramblings over another human being so uh, thanks for listening and i hope you're well in it, in this crazy situation well, thanks and bye-bye